Welcome to the Butterfly Effect Studio. I'm your host, Christian Rebenek. As you know, based on the chaos theory, small changes can have a big impact. The goal of the session is to uncover how leaders and change makers develop their purpose, competences, and community to achieve their great positive impact. Every of the episodes is packed full of ideas you can apply to your own life. In this conversation, I speak to Edith Shabawad, climate, uh, climate Pact Ambassador, founder um, of The Perfect Forum, and student at Tomorrow University of Applied Sciences, as well as Niklas Burr, um, who is an automation engineer from background, um, now also founded Perfect Forum together um, with Edithia. And it's really amazing to have both of you, um, as Tomorrow University students, especially here in the student studio, to share your experiences. Welcome. Thank you, Christian. Thank you, Nicholas. It's so nice to be here with you today. So I'm really excited about this discussion. Um, and maybe to, um, to start off, um, you both now founded Perfect Farm. And I think, uh, yeah, maybe you can share a little bit more about what this is about. Um, what's your mission? Why are you doing this? Yes, uh, I'll start. Uh, so the Perfect Farm is basically an emissions reduction service provider and sustainable investment platform. Another way to describe that is we are the bridge builder between EU livestock farmers and the service providers that they need to reduce their emissions. So climate mitigation efforts and sustainable investment or climate financing, um, we build a bridge for them to make that happen more efficiently and more effectively. Amazing. Um, so tell, uh, maybe you want to continue and tell us a little bit more. Why did you start this? How did you come to that, um, to that idea? Well, this is something that came about during our time studying, and we're still studying, by the way, at the Tomorrow University. It was an amazing assignment where we had to identify a gap in the market related to food systems. And we realized that the EU livestock farming community was going to be facing a new directive called the Industrial Emissions Directive. Mm -hmm. And we understand, as we've seen in the news, the farmers are really uh, having a hard time with some of these top-down directives and policies. So we thought this is a great opportunity to help them to make this transition in a way that's fair and just. Um, so we started doing this as an assignment in the university and somehow it has snowballed into our most recent passion uh, and project, which is the perfect farm. Amazing. And Niklas, how about you? How did you um, came to the decision actually uh, that you really want to pursue this? Niklas, we spoke before quickly about um, actually also your mission, your purpose, and how hard maybe it was actually to really do this kind of self-reflection process. Um, yeah. Maybe you can share a little bit more about this kind of how you've done that one, also what came out of it. Yeah, uh, one, of, one of the first challenges at Tomorrow University was uh, to create our own personal mission statement. Mm -hmm. 
It's kind of not an assignment where you actually go do something specific. You, you have to uh, work inwards and and, uh, and check what what are your values, what are your So uh, we ended create we ended up creating this personal mission statement, and it has been a guideline for me this year. Just until recently, and I'm quite job to to actually get going and work with Tom and waste some time for that. Amazing, Elijah. How, how about you? Um, what do you, what is your purpose now? What are you pursuing every day? What makes you literally get demotivated every day to work on this? I would say first and foremost, people finding a way to connect to people in a meaningful way. Uh, mm -hmm. That was actually part of the motivation for the Perfect Farm project as well. Is finding a way to connect to understand and then based on that connection and understanding finding a way to unite and unite around uh, let's say a joint effort um, to realize a shared goal uh, so this is something that is giving me purpose and drive every day and this is something that i find in what we're currently working on together nicholas and i um, it's this connection unity um, and drive for for positive change and if I see this correctly, this is your first first company you, you are now creating and setting up. Um, how did you make that decision actually to, you know, this kind of decision process um, to say, hey, yes, we are really doing this. We really believe in this. I think first and foremost is connecting with farmers and understanding that there is a real need and mm -hmm. realizing that this isn't something that is separate from what we experience every day in our lives. Some people ask me, well, you don't, you're not a farmer. You've never worked in agriculture. And my response is, that's true. However, farmers are a part of my life and have been since probably the day I was born. Uh, if we think about what unites us around the table, it's food and what, what has a great memory in our life. It's usually connected to food and events that where we have shared foods in our life. Um, so if we think about where those foods come from and who played a role in producing those foods on our table around those shared events and positive memories, it's the farmer. The farmer is the one that has brought all of this into our life. So for me, I feel that there's always been a connection to the farming community. And it unites us. I love that. Thank you very much. So talking about this starting now a company and um, maybe looking also at your own life, uh, what are the, the things, the competencies um, which helped you most to get you to where you are today? Um, and uh, yeah, uh, what are the important skills? Uh, what are the important things? And you mentioned already about actually talking a lot to customers uh, potentially, but maybe you can share a little bit more of what you think is really important today. For me, it has been about developing my skills as a good listener. I think mm -hmm. when we have the capacity to listen not only well, but deeply, then we have the capacity to connect in a more meaningful way. And as I said, connection has been a very important part of my life and also part of this project. So developing this competency of being a good and active listener um, has been something that has served me well and continues to as we move forward. How about you, Niklas? Your CTO of Perfect Farm. Yeah, uh, for me, it has been to build confidence in, in my own ideas and to explore my curiosity and, uh, and maybe feel that whatever I do will have an impact. I, I want to be a part of the solution and not I want to be, I don't have a really big plan about what I will do when I grow up. I just 
know that I want to be a part of something that will be um, making an impact for our next generation. What do you value each other actually um, as a, from a competence perspective about the other most? <laughs> for Nicholas, what I appreciate about the way he thinks and the way he works is he tends to have a very broad perspective. I tend to go very small and micro and he tends to go very expansive. And I like that whenever we speak about the challenges that we're trying to address, he's always bringing that into the conversation. And I'm focusing on the nitty gritty, but he's focusing on the big picture. And I think this is where we really complement each other. Also, he, he's a very calm person. Um, so I, I trust his thinking. He's not usually going to come from a very emotional um, place when he's making decisions and speaking. And so that I respect and appreciate as well. And how about you, Nikias? Thank you, Nikias. That was very kind. Um, I, do, I do think you're very creative and you are able to, to put in a lot of ideas and just test them out. And uh, with that dynamic, it's also possible to just shut some of them down and just continue working on, on the cool ones. Uh, and then you are very confident in confident in what you do, and uh, you are a great speaker. You are great with words. <laughs> you're great at communicating what our idea is, and, and put some words on it so everyone can understand what it is. So I feel we have a great dynamic in in perfect form. Amazing, um, amazing. Thank you, thank you very much. And you have both the skills to appreciate each other. <laughs> Additionally, you really great. Um, what are the habits which help you, or help you currently in your life the most? So, what are the habits you have built? Um, the automations, and not just maybe talking about here rituals, but also about what is really um, the, your automated um, reactions to certain things, which make you successful today. And maybe Alicia. Sorry. Go ahead, Nicholas. I think you wanted to start. Yeah, I think bringing in some positivity in, in our mindset is very important. Like there are challenges every day and there are decisions to be made. And there are several things that can go wrong. Mm -hmm. And you just have to try to, to bring in some positivity and, and just do what makes, makes you feel good and gives you enthusiasm. Hmm. Yes, and, and for me, I'll add to that. Um, I think always asking an open question uh, has has been a ritual that I have. So whatever is coming up, to ask a, a broader question. Uh, in addition to that, it's trying to. It's not always possible, but I always try my best to accommodate simultaneous realities. So try not to always speak or come from my own reality. Um, but understanding the, re the realities of another, uh, whether that's my co-founder, Nicholas, or the farmers that we are talking to, or the solutions providers, or the sustainable investors. Um, it's really trying to understand where everyone is coming from so that we can create uh, cohesion and harmony in, in our pursuits. And talking a little bit more about um, the university and what you have learned and what has helped you. Um, from looking back so far, um, what are the, the things which has helped you in your decision-making process or in actually building now a perfect farm um, so far? Mm. Wow. Well. <laughs> yeah, Nicholas, please. No, I'm just thinking about the last nine months. Uh, we have 
those so many things, so many challenges that you really don't want to stop working on because when the challenge challenge is done, you are actually into some some kind of flow where you want to keep on moving on that challenge. And um, yeah, maybe you want to say something, Alicia. Yes, well, I'm a big fan of the university, which I think you know, Christian. But if you don't know, you're going to find out now. Um, I think what is amazing about what we've done to date is that this is a co-creative learning process. And I, I usually say this is a learning process created by you and for you. So the perfect farm is a great example of that. And I'm sorry that we keep referring back to that, but that is what it is. Uh, it started as an assignment that was inspired within the university. and what the, the following assignments have allowed us to do is to go deeper into that topic and subject. So it really has facilitated us to develop more deeply what it is that we're seeking to address and how viable is it in the market. So for me, the learning experience has been extremely valuable. It's real world applicable. Um, we're not talking about theory. We're actually practice-based, um, which is something that I, I extremely value from this. We can go right out into the real world and begin to apply what it is that we are learning. Uh, and find out if this is going to work out or not. Um, so for me, this has been really the major takeaway from the learning experience with Tamar University. This was experienced last time I studied. I would have paid more interest. I would have been more engaged and, and show more enthusiasm for from our school. So I think it's great. It's fantastic. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, to be honest, I looking back at my studies, it's the same for me. <laughs> I would have loved to have a little bit more focus on something which is relevant and I can I believe in I can study on that. Um, so this resonates what you're saying totally with me because I think also this kind of learning like on on something you do which which is which you care about, um, and then growing your competence based on that um, helps you to understand things way better. Um, tell me a little bit more about, uh, because it's, you, haven't, you haven't done this alone. You mentioned already um, you exchanged together a lot. Um, you came together to the decision to do this. Tell me a little bit more about um, also the relevance for your network, the people around you who have helped you eventually um, today. For me, uh, in particular, one of the reasons to join this university was to join a like-minded community. And it's also why I joined other circles, other communities, such as the Climate Pact Ambassadorship or various United Nations projects. For me, this is all about community. In order to realize any change or to build something or to, let's say, from my perspective, redesign um, and redefine who I am professionally, I need a community there to support me and to connect with and that has similar thinking. And that is something that the university itself has provided. And I think that our collaboration is a result of that community. We're like-minded, we share the same interests and the same passion to do something positive. And so it was a natural fit that we came together in that, in that scenario. How about you, Nikas?
<laughs> Very funny. Um, looking back, maybe when you started, maybe before, um, which advice would you give, give yourself or which maybe other way around? If, if you look at people which are younger and starting before they start to study, which advice would you give um, them um, today? And how about you, Anisha? I would say trust, trust the process, trust yourself, trust your intuition of where you feel you want to go. I think oftentimes we are faced with maybe ego decisions. This maybe this experience or this person or this university doesn't meet what society is telling me it should or what my peers are telling me it should. But if you find that it resonates with who you are and where you're seeking to go, then have the confidence to run with that and pursue that. And for me, when I found, let's use the university as an example, I recognize the value in the three pillars of the master's program, sustainability, entrepreneurship, and technology. I understood fully that these three in collaboration together are what is needed to realize the change that we need in the, in the world now and going into the future. But it was not as well known in the university. And this requires having some faith and confidence in, in my decisions and knowing, okay, but this is aligned with me. This is aligned with what I want to do, <clears throat> excuse me, and the values that I have as a learner and, uh, and out into the world. So yeah, trust that confidence, trust that um, intuition that you have and, and follow that. And if you follow that, I think you will, in most cases, um, be okay, not okay on the other end. How do you build that confidence into yourself? Hmm. <laughs> oh, that's a bit, well, I think a lot of trial and error. Um, I think first, as Nicholas mentioned, the, um, the, this activity where you find out what your real values are that you have in the beginning of, of the university program is something that not enough people take the time to figure out. Who am I? What do I value? What is important to me? And when you take the time to begin to answer those questions, then you begin to make decisions that are more aligned with who you are and what you value. And, and this gives you the confidence. As you make more decisions that are more aligned with who you are in your value system, then the, the more um, fulfilling and successful, perhaps, pursuits and steps you take. I was looking at Nicholas. Anything to add from your perspective here? So tomorrow we have this philosophy first, always about talking about the purpose. Um, and as you mentioned, it's, it's so important to know um, yeah, why you do the certain things you do, what, what do you care about, what matters. Uh, and I think the more you do, um, the more confident you will be in your own purpose. And that will also accelerate um, um, your impact. But then again, it comes to the, to the competences and um, also to community um, to make things really happening on a bigger scale. Um, maybe talking, traveling back to Perfect Farm, because I think it's really an, an amazing project to see and it's truly meaningful. Um, what do you... Let's say, if you vision in five years, uh, what do you want to have accomplished with Perfect Farms in five years? We will interview you again in five years. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I, and I like to think about the future back approach. Um, I actually do this with all of my goal setting, setting uh, who do I want to be, and then looking back, um, what do I need to do to get there? Mm -hmm. And it's the same with Perfect Farm. 
Well, I think in five years time, we will have many farmers 165,000 to be exact um, within the European Union that will need to make this transition to emissions reductions. So, our goal is to try to help as many of them as possible to do this as well as possible. Um, uh, to put the solutions in their hands as effectively as possible, and also to provide them with the financing opportunities so that they can actually make it happen in a fair way. Um, and then in addition to that, hopefully the, the climate market, the voluntary climate market, uh, carbon market will be something that will be more viable and more trusted. And this is something that we really envision the farmers participating in uh, to help them offset any um, possible income loss due to production reduction, due to emissions reductions. So do we have a specific, specific numbers? I'm not so sure, um, but maybe Nicholas has some ideas, but ultimately is helping as many as we can to make this transition in a fair and just way. It's not something Alicia and Niklas, you're doing this together from different countries. I mean, for me, this is always very impressive. Now, it's a remote first university. Obviously, all learners are actually connecting on a global level, but it's really great to see that you are doing this currently. And um, Alicia, you're in Spain currently based. Niklas, you're in Norway based. Um, maybe also for potential other founders or team people which are listening now, which maybe consider actually collaborating about this kind of remote setup. How do you, your, why did you choose for that actually to, to start to work together? Wasn't this, what, what was on your mind on that? And how do you make that work uh, from your perspective or how does it work? <laughs> uh, I think we didn't think about it. <laughs> I think it just happened. And when you're already in a remote setting, <laughs> when you're already in a remote setting, such as with the university, it's a natural, it feels natural. Like, okay, this is our reality. This is how we do things. This is how we're learning. This is how we're connecting. So why would it not, why wouldn't it naturally flow into the founder experience as well? Um, I think one of the ways that we handle this um, in a great way is we communicate regularly. So we're always communicating on Slack. If we see something that inspires us or we think is relevant to our project, we bring it in and we talk about it either via messenger or we say, this is really important. We need to have a phone call. We try to bring each other in on the meetings that we have with different solutions providers or farmers. Um, and if we can't participate together, then we have summaries that we share. So we're really great at communication. And it all comes down to that really good communication. If there's a misunderstanding, we also agree to always have a very open way of, of speaking uh, without any hindrances uh, so that we can feel we can communicate freely and openly as needed. Uh, is there something you'd like to add to that, Nicholas? Yeah, we have a rule that it's okay to to, to say whatever. If just don't be afraid to say anything, then, then it's much easier to, to don't be afraid to write something down. Don't think it's a good idea, then, then say
it's kind of been very natural to, to keep it long running and just don't stop it because it's fun. It's amazing that this is becoming possible. Actually, you start a company, um, literally collaborating from anywhere in the world, even having customer interviews from anywhere in the world and, um, yeah, doing this together. And I think this kind of competence which you have need to have on communication is really important and on collaboration and um, uh, this kind of level of openness you mentioned. Uh, maybe one more sentence about uh, talking about others and role models. Who inspires you? Do you have role models where you say, hey, that's something which inspires me um, eventually every day? Um, this year, maybe you want to start. <laughs> uh, I, I can't think of any specific names off the top of my head. I think what inspires me is seeing is seeing people that are living their life according to their plan, living life according to what they value, what they feel is important, and living life according to how they design it. Um, and we see this in examples in our university. We also see it out in the world, especially when we're talking about the topic of sustainability. Some of these fields require real leaders, uh, people who take the first steps or first movers, even from the farmer's perspective, these people who are the ones to take those first steps are the ones that inspire me. Uh, even though if the, the future is unknown, the risks are high. Um, so if, if there's someone specific, I can't say it's uh, a name, but more just people taking, taking brave steps, having the courage to do it. How about you, Nicholas? Um, that's very inspiring for me too. Um, also because you're demonstrating actually, uh, you, you by actually creating perfect farmer really inspire others uh, from my perspective, um, which is, um, yeah, um, very exciting. Um, if you look now, you are, you are studying master program in sustainability, entrepreneurship and technology. Um, but we have a lot of other students uh, who are following um, your path. Yeah. Um, is there anything else you would like to share uh, with other learners here? Uh, tomorrow. Connect. <laughs> That's the theme of today. Connect. Make the effort. Show up. Connect to your other learners. Connect to your community. Connect to communities that are working on and passionate about what you're doing. You will need that support. You will need people that believe in you, that question you, that are aligned with you. So connect, 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 and try to connect in as meaningful of a way as possible.
Thank Can you. I add one thing to that? Yeah, absolutely. I would also suggest to not be afraid to ask the hard questions. <laughs> ask the hard question, ask the big question, and give yourself permission to move forward on that question. Because I think often we, we put ourselves, and I, I like the way Nicholas um, shaped that into a small box. When we're talking about making a difference in the world or being change makers, this requires us to step out of our comfort zone. It requires us to step out of our small box that we live in and participate in and to take big strides forward. Those, those confident, um, brave, uh, courageous strides. So don't be afraid to ask the hard questions and don't be afraid to move forward on, on what you find out from those hard questions. Very, very nice last words. Um, the magic happens outside of your comfort zone quite often. Uh, and this is uh, what we're trying to also build with Tomorrow University and all our degree programs, help our students to develop their purpose, um, develop their competences by bringing them out of their comfort zone eventually, but also build a community, connect uh, to really have an impactful career, um, potentially. Lisa Niklas. It was amazing to have you in the Butterfly Effect Studio. Um, as mentioned at the beginning, the Chaos Theory, it tells us that even the smaller things can have a huge impact eventually. I wish the same things to both of you, actually, that this perfect farm, um, you make your vision a reality. We will be watching closely and maybe have you um, with your progress again uh, one part of time in the Butterfly Effect Studio. Thank you very much. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Thank Christian. You. Thank you, Nicholas.